Man, Squeezer, what do those haunting sounds mean? Oh, Scaredy Cat Squeezer has to go now. Yeah. This season isn't meant for you. Were you a fan of this season when you were a kid? Well, there's Absolutely. candy. Absolutely. Yeah, Still am. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> I like everything about Halloween except the scary stuff. Oh, man, I love the scary stuff. Oh, no. The rest of the year, the rest of the world is scary enough. When I was a kid, there was nothing better than... Uh, some good scary shit on TV. I mean, I liked, I loved Halloween specials, but uh, mm-hmm. like being scared to death from uh, like watching, like I remember um, getting like B movies and wanting like you know being interested oh, when yeah. there's nudity in them, but like watching out of the corner of your eye. I still watch from Enchantress's shoulder when we're seeing. Uh, speaking of, uh, we saw the new Halloween on opening well Thursday, the preview night. Yeah, how was it? Uh, I, was, heard, I heard you said it was scary. It, it was fucking terrifying, but uh, oh, you know, count me out. Yeah, uh, it's a good slasher. A lot of good fucking cool death scenes and it, creative it, ones. Uh, That's what I like. Yeah, there was a few that you would like. Okay, but it's, but I don't like because you know I don't like the tortury shit. No, that, there's no torture. Actually, no. I know, no, but like that's where I kind of draw the line. I like yeah, I can't porn. watch Saw or anything yeah, me, like that. Me either, man. man. Uh, it's a slasher. It's a very it it very much lives up to the slasher genre, and awesome. and it's it does a good job at portraying the shape, uh, and and it has a very similar vibe, and it, it's like, it it makes you feel like like it does a really good job of portraying the neighborhood Halloween vibe, um, which I love so much about the first movie, and it takes uh, place like right after it's not right after, but it's a sequel to the original. Like right. basically, every it others, everything. Every other single sequel is gone. They they even awesome. they they even make point out that it's like there's lines in the in the movie that you know that what happened was gone. There was a really cool throw uh, like uh, uh, and I, I I can't believe no one mentioned this before. There was a really cool. Uh, homage to Halloween 3, which is like my favorite, and Chan- one of the Enchantress's favorite too. I- I'd say Halloween 4, 3, and H2O is still my favorite sequel. Uh, fight me about that one, everybody. But I still think H2O was better than this one. This one was really good, and I'm glad it's there. Uh, I-, I really don't give a flying fuck about the Rob Zombie ones. You know, it's basically like uh, House of a Thousand Corpses with Michael Myers. You know, it's mm-hmm. not. it's not... Halloween. Uh, so that's sorry. I, I, that's just how I feel about those. Uh, I love Halloween three season of the witch. Cause it's so there's not Michael Myers isn't in it. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's a, it's a good like road movie. I love H2O. I saw H2O in the movie theater in 1998. We were at the beach, ocean city, Maryland, and it was a rainy day. So we went to the movie theater to see uh, Halloween H2O. I loved it. <laughs> Hayden. And the the Boniva lady or uh no Activia, right? Yeah, well, don't call Laurie Strode the Activia lady squeezer. Show some freaking respect for the Scream Queen, Hollywood's first final girl, Jamie Lee Curtis. She is it, probably yeah, she's the Activia lady. She is probably the best part of the new Halloween movie. She's really awesome in it. 
I heard that. What? That was really quiet, but we all heard it. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to be stealthy here. You're, you're good. You're good. It's hey, good I got there. a new mic stand. I'm working on a cough button next. Oh, well, it's baby steps. Well, it's not new. It's about 30 years old. I found it in my grandfather's basement, but I found... it's not a GameCube. We were up at uh, NAB New York, you and I. Uh, you had some good luck. Yeah, um, I, I got myself a monitor thanks to those guys at ICANN. How is it? Uh, I it's still in the box. Still still in the box. I figured. I was expecting. Yeah, it was, that. It's been a little. I was cleaning. I have I have like six more cameras and monitors and shit that I got out of his basement. So yeah. I'm kind of digging around that stuff. Some old like 1960s still cams and shit. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, why were you up there? What was I gonna go with that? What did we see up there? I don't even know. I just forgot where I was going with that. Oh, I don't burn. know. I was looking at lights. Your burner just went on. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, I'd oh. love to turn it off, but oh, then I'd I... freeze the rest of the family to death. Uh, well, yeah, but you'd still be happy. I don't know. I bet Squeezette would survive. You just Amanda would probably freeze. Squeeze, yeah, yeah. Squeezette's got your your blood in you. Oh yeah, yeah. You could go take her out in the middle of winter in a t-shirt. Oh yeah, just give her a block of cheese. She'll be fine. A director's vest. Uh, so I was going to say, I saw this perfect, like, uh, USB interface for podcasting that might work for you. Has a button uh, built in. I, I got, I have all the parts. I just need to put it together. Remember I got that hot chocolate board? Oh yeah. The hot chocolate. I have like a, I have like a 30 channel Mackie down here, but only half of them work. Cause a good friend of ours decided that. It'd be a good place to store the excess hot chocolate we didn't want to drink. Right. So once I get that worked out, we'll be we'll be good to go. Anyway, for anyone who's not a scaredy cat, go ahead and see Halloween. It's a lot of fun. Enchantress and I both. Uh, she had some problems with it. I had some problems with it, but it's still a fun Halloween movie, uh, and it's terrifying. So you'll get a good kick out of it. Um, also, awesome. uh, we spent the weekend down at Universal Studio Studios Orlando for their Halloween Horror Nights. First oh, time. you were embracing this season, aren't you? Oh, I I did more last season, buddy. We did more last season, if you believe that. Well, we did also did more Halloween shows last season. We did more Halloween shows, but Enchantress and it, I... This snuck up on us. <laughs> yeah, Halloween will do that. It'll sneak up on you. It's creepy. Oh, yeah. Last year, we did Bates Motel. We did the Halloween haunt at Dorney Park. And we did um, Terror Behind the Walls. Okay. So, and then we saw It. That was like our big movie. And then we watched a bunch of uh, movies. Uh, this year we did Field of Screams, which is the East Coast's number one haunted attraction. It's fucking huge. It's a huge. It seems almost bigger than fucking Universal, but it's pretty cool. We, we enjoyed it a lot. It's down in Mil near Millersville in Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Halloween, and then our, our big one this year was Universal. It, listen, it cost a fortune for us to go down for a weekend uh, just to go see this. But uh, Enchantress is a huge fan of the movie Trick or Treat, and that was one of the, the themes of the haunted houses. And Stranger Things was another theme. So we figured, and Halloween Four, which is one of my favorite Halloween. So we figured, why not? 
So we get down there, and it is a mob scene. First, of course, a Saturday night, two weeks before Halloween, it's going to be fucking mobbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bought, we paid the extra $100,000 to get the fast pass. <laughs> Uh, well, Enchantress paid that. She thought, it, and it turned out, like, that's not, and it cost a fortune, and it's not even your ticket to the park. So we had to pay even more on top of that just to get Jeez. in to wait in lines. Uh, we checked out for the first, I've never been, the, I've, I've been to Orlando once, well, twice. Once when I was 11 years old, my dad took us to Disney World, didn't really care for it. Second time was for work, uh, covering a, some sport at that thing. I never did any of the theme parks, so. Uh, then we went, but so we, we it was the first time. So we went, the whole Simpsons shit was open. So we went and had a beer at Moe's. They sell the Flaming Moe, but it was non-alcoholic drink. What the hell is the point of that? Yeah, I know. Uh, but we had Duff beer. We had Doof. Uh, <laughs> what is it really? Uh, they, I don't know what it is, but it's pretty good. They had a Dufftoberfest. Okay. Um, we went to... Uh, we just we saw all, all the cool stuff. The, the, so the coolest exhibits they have like a killer clown thing set up on this beach on the on the on the, not the beach, the road. So uh, there's like hanging cotton candy cocoons. There's the uh, uh, is it JoJo's ice cream truck, uh, and then the clowns are walking the streets. It's horrifying. It's great. Oh yeah, that's that's not a family trip we'll be taking anytime soon. Yeah yeah well yeah exactly, and then um, there's like this a Chucky. Uh, child's play set up, set up. And oh cool th- and so there's someone operating the doll and he's like he's heckling people on in the street like live action oh that's cool it's really neat and so the the houses were there's a blum house which was a split between happy death day which enchantress and i really liked we saw before halloween they played the trailer to happy death day to you that's one we're excited about um and then they the second half of the blum house uh, also, speaking of Blumhouse, Halloween made tons of money this weekend, um, and it, it was the record-setting weekend. It didn't make didn't make Venom money, which was made eighty point two million for the highest opener ever in the month of October. It set the record for the second best ever opening for the month of October. So October is killing it this year with seventy seven million Halloween made, which damn. Is- fuckload of money they made about 15 overseas for that 94 total well what did it do it made a hundred and some but that opened in september but that was september yeah okay it made it made tons of money but that was september it it still holds the record for the highest r-rated movie ever highest opening for an r-rated movie um yet yeah, crazy money and venom Venom, which I loved, and I told everyone to see. I don't don't listen to the critics because it's it's fucking fun. If you read the books, if you like the character Venom, you'll like the movie. It's at four hundred sixty-one million global. Venom is at almost at five, half huh. a billion dollars, which is incredible. So here's my pitch, and we're really I'm kind of tangenting all over the place, Squeezer. No, no, you have to start something before you can tangent. <laughs> well, we're we're talking. But this is our preamble. This is what the people like yeah. from us. I think the next Venom movie has to have Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. They have to, you know, Sony can. They have every, I know Marvel's involved now. But let like I, I would love to see Tom Hardy's Venom and Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Like, uh, um, he, he goes, he, 
Eddie Brock winds up back at his hometown taking another job at the Daily Bugle, and he's being a vigilante, you know, like he is in the movie, eating people's heads, and uh, Spider-Man tracks this down. So, like, the first, like, third of the movie, they're fighting, and then, you know, Venom shows up, and they have to team up to stop him. Carnage. I'm sorry, yeah, Carnage shows up, and that's because that would be... yeah, that would be fucking like a dream come true for me. Yes, Maximum that's what everyone would want in movie form. Uh, and I want to see it. So I, there's no reason they can't. So just Marvel, look at what Venom was. I don't care what the critics said. The fans love it. I love it. It's a good movie. Uh, but yeah, it made it's making a ton of money. So maybe we will, we will see that. Uh, so yeah, Halloween, uh, Universal. Anyway, there was the the houses were Blumhouse, um, Halloween Four, which was the return of Michael Myers. Uh, Stranger Things was really cool. They even had like the snow and the upside down or whatever that particle is in the air. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. When you're in the actual upside down. Oh, that's cool. Demigorgons jumping around at every corner. There was a poltergeist room, which was really fucking cool. Enchantress never saw poltergeist, though, so she didn't get a lot of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, And there was... um, what was the other room? There was like some non there was just like themed rooms, themed houses that weren't like uh, based on a on a property. The trick or treat one was really cool if you've seen that movie. That's one I think you could handle trick or treat. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too scary. And it, okay. it's the, the main villain's adorable, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. I he, like adorable villains. He just wants you to follow the rules of Halloween or he'll kill you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I'm one for following rules, too. <laughs> right. you know, it's... Here's Stickler for the rules. So, yeah, that's really cool. Here's my problem with Universal. Uh, other than costing like half a billion dollars and remortgaging your house to go into the place, mm-hmm. like they're trying to constantly rush you through the house. So like when you're, when you're walking in a line of 500 people through one of these houses, you miss all the scares because you see them ahead of you. Uh, and like gotcha. one of my favorite things is see like Enchantress like like clinging on to the back of me because she's screaming. So I was purposely like stopping and slowing down the line. You're yelling at me. And she's like, I'm like, who cares? Were they going to kick me out? I have a bad leg. So I told them. So I w- they're like, come on, come on, come on. I'm like, <laughs> so that, that also sucks. So universal, get your fucking shit together. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to tag them and give them a scathing review, but it was still cool. The, 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 the properties were cool, but like, you know, don't sell so many fucking tickets or, geez, fuck. You know, like, cap it and be like, this is sold out. Don't do a cash grab every weekend. There's you're telling two- Universal not to steal our money? Yeah, I know, right? This not is, steal. Right, well, you're telling but, Com- Comcast, basically. Yes. Right, <laughs> not to do a cash grab. Yeah, Comcast steals your money, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was a lot of Halloween stuff. Um I don't know what we're we're gonna just watch some horror movies before the season ends. Uh, I always like to watch Hocus Pocus. I record recorded off of Freeform tonight some Hocus Pocus special. Uh, I mean, I didn't watch it yet or uh, Saturday night, uh, but I downloaded the Hocus Pocus sequel book and I'm gonna read that. Uh, we're gonna watch a couple of Halloween movies, Halloween three, maybe Hall- she's never seen four, so uh, and maybe revisit H two O because just to prove to myself that it is better than this one. Maybe I'm wrong. It's I'm, it's 20 years ago I saw it. I uh, I'll I'll see whatever uh, Disney uh, animated series has a uh, 
Halloween special. <laughs> Muppet Babies one so far was half decent. Oh. Uh, Mickey and the Roadster Racers, also okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Puppy Dog Pals, it's okay. It's up there. Um, but I, I'll try to work in a uh, Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown for just throwing a classic. Oh, yeah. The Garfield. So that's, the, that's been my Halloween experience. That and we uh, we, uh took her to the uh, Halloween parade uh, last night. And she loved every second of it. So got a lot of candy. Uh, filled the entire pumpkin. <laughs> what is she dressing I mean, up as? Uh, she's Princess Anna of Arendelle, and she will tell you that over and over again. Is that um, Game uh, of Frozen? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, knowing that she won't keep anything on, we decided just to take uh whatever uh play dress that she had and like here you wear this the most and uh we'll go with that for this year uh, anna of arendelle sounded like game of thrones to me so uh maybe i'll do game of thrones next year <laughs> yeah introduce her to the series first right oh yeah we have to watch we gotta catch up on that uh so other th- other than that uh it's been a fun you know, I've gotten all the cereal. Um, we we've talked about on the show uh, the the Burger King's doing a lot of cool shit this year. That the uh, uh, black, scre- scary cherry freeze they have. Mm-hmm. They're also releasing a haunted green uh, sandwich, which is a green Ooh. bun. And they released the Halloween Whopper a bunch of years ago with the black bun. So we're now. Was that Hall- I thought that was a Batman promotion. No, you're thinking of. Uh, I think Burger King in Japan did a Batman promotion with uh, a black bun. The black bun. Yeah, but in in the states it was an A1 flavored, colored with squid ink, black mm-hmm. bun for Halloween. It was called the Halloween Whopper. You can go Google what? it and look it up. I I, was, I trust you. I trust you. I was you. tempted to get one, but I just don't like. Well, I'm not a burger person, so. I don't like Whopper. So strange. Un-American. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know. It's not like... What? It's, it's not like... I, I just... Burgers are just so... You know, I'll, I'll take a steak or a taco. Like, give me a yeah. taco. Well, a, a taco's just a, a burger from, you know, 2,000 miles south of us. Yeah, but it's seasoned, it's, you know. Well, so is a burger you if you get a good burger. You could scoop out that taco meat, put it in a bun with cheese and lettuce, and I'll eat that. I prefer the hard shell anyway. Uh, it's called the Nightmare King, the green bun Nightmare King for Halloween. I just I didn't want to let the fans down to saying it wrong. And speaking of scary and frightening, Arby's is serving a duck sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? They're doing duck? Yeah, duck this year instead of venison. And of course, uh, a store near us and why I'm missing is on the list of the 10 stores, 16 stores they're selling it at. Of course, Pennsylvania would make that list and near us. It's right by the Cabela's. Here, I don't know if I, how I feel about that because duck is delicious. Duck at a fast food restaurant, Squeezer? That's what I'm saying. I don't want to... That's what's scary about it. Uh, yeah, there's just something because I understand, you know, like like beef at fast food restaurants. Like I understand like the horrors that are. Uh, uh, Doesn't duck take a long time to cook and get, get it right? 
Yeah, to do it right. But I, I, the, the mass slaughter of animals for our easy consumption of fast food is what makes me comfortable about eating fast food. <laughs> uh, I, I like the cold, uh, impersonal, just bolt to the back of the head if they're lucky. Uh, yeah, don't. Hmm. Yeah, how do you... Well, I guess it's no different than, like, chicken or turkey, right? They just stick them in those chutes and lop them off like they did in that Sarah Palin video. Right from her house. Um, so, yeah, the, the season's almost over, though. Uh, you could... Uh, duck season? Well, ducks, duck season's just starting at Arby's. You're supposed to say rabbit season. Rabbit season. Uh, that was my Elmer Fudd. How was it? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, so uh, the Halloween season squeezer is almost over this year. Uh, we'll have about two more shows. Halloween, uh, we're, we're on 96. Uh, yeah, I think we're 90. Yeah, we did 95 last week, so we're so at 96, 96 this week. We will crank out uh, an extra one. When, you're put, when are you putting this up? Tonight. Tonight? Yeah. We're going to make sure we get one out for Halloween? Yeah, next, uh, this week will be... Well, yeah, no, we could get we could probably get two more Halloween ones out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't want to. I feel like I don't want to shortchange the people on the Halloween, even though I'm highly unqualified to talk about it because I'm such a scaredy cat. Yeah, but Halloween. I mean, you know what? I'm gonna show you how brave I am. I'm making a note right here. Know what I'm doing? What? I'm gonna go to Arby's and eat that duck I'm sandwich. Get a duck sandwich. <laughs> and you're braver than the rest of us. Also, Squeezer, uh, half of Halloween isn't just scary stuff. It's candy. That is very true. So, you know. Candy is delicious. I had, oh, what did I have last night that I hadn't had in the longest time? Uh, it was just a piece of, like, uh, I took a piece of bubble yum out of her bag. Mm -hmm. It was the most glorious eight and a half seconds of flavor <laughs> I've ever experienced in my life. I was going to say, it has to be something like out there because at, there's nothing you haven't had in a while from what they buy at our studio and put on the shelf, on the, in the desks and all the little... The little chocolatey thingy? Oh, yeah, what, I, I mean, I between wish, everything... They're just the, trying to keep me looking the way I do. You're, you're a handsome boy and you're a sweet boy. Uh, yeah, but before you know it, we're going to be done with Halloween and... Already, like, Christmas stuff's popping up. General Mills is re-releasing the Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch, so I'm excited for that. That stuff's delicious, and the box looks really cool. I uh, can't wait to get my hands on that. Uh, yeah, so I'm already going to be tracking that. I haven't even got a chance to review my fucking Halloween cereals I bought this year, and we're looking at Christmas cereals already. Uh, the holiday season, and I wrote a big dissertation squeezer on radiers.com. Uh, did you read the latest post? Oh, I did not. That's why I was... Oh, so I wrote a big... I meant to before this, actually, and then I got distracted. Oh, that's no big deal. It's, it's just me on my soapbox. I wrote it from the airport. Our plane to Orlando was delayed seven hours. So it was, we weren't in the airport seven hours because I live 10 minutes from said airport. But we still had to wait like two hours because they delayed it again once we got there. So I wrote a blog post uh, about Halloween. And I got on my soapbox about how people complain about the cash grabs that holidays are. Yeah, but hey, I no think one's, we've accepted that, right? Yeah, no one's telling you you have to buy this stuff. They're putting it out there because there's demand for it. Like the greeting cards, like, oh, so, oh my God, God forbid you might make someone's day by buying them a Halloween greeting card or, or a Valentine's Day like bag of candy. Well, I, I disapprove of purchasing cards in any form whatsoever so 
You disapprove of buying drinks with meals, Squeezer. <laughs> You're not in the same level as the rest of us. Water. You can purchase water for free from a creek. <laughs> you can get water for free. You don't have to purchase it from the creek. Oh, that's a good point. Look at that. Yeah. Oh boy, Squeeze, you're you're a funny boy. You're a funny guy. Wait, how long how long do I have until this duck thing is over? You want me to find the full details? It starts or? beginning October twentieth. Is it? So I'm assuming it's gonna last at least another month yet. Uh no. Here we go. Um, the sandwich features maple leaf farms duck breast that is seared and cooked sous vide. At least it won't be hopefully undercooked. It comes served uh, with crispy onions and a smoked cherry sauce on a toasted specialty bun. The restaurant will serve the new menu item where scheduled were selected due to their proximity to duck hunting areas within markets and four waterfowl migration flyways across the county. Oh, so there's some thought behind where they're selling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as with previous releases of elk and venison sandwich before, there will only be a limited amount of seared duck breast sandwich available at each location. If previous years are any indication, they'll go fast. Uh, so in the Atlantic Flyway, which is us, you're looking at 2147 Paper Mill Road while missing. That's about yeah. What? It's 54 minutes from my house. 54 minutes. Okay. I know. I I I know the Arby's. <laughs> I don't think you looked that up either. It's yeah. It's right outside Lancaster. I go that way sometimes if I have to go down to Baltimore. Uh, what is this? Oh, this is oh I I. Just past this is this is um by the Berkshire Mall off Broadcasting Road. This is it can't be fifty four minutes from my house, can it be? Uh, it's direction. It's probably less than that. We're, this is good podcasting here. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think it's that one. Yeah, that's the one. Twenty one forty twenty seven forty one Paper Mill Road. I'm looking right at it. Oh, uh, uh, this took me a different paper mill road. Oh, yeah, I know that one, too. Oh, this that's is, even closer. Yeah, I can is, be there in, like, 20 minutes. This probably 20 minutes from your house. That's what I was going to say. It's right by Penn State Burks. Yeah, all right, hang on. We'll stop the... <laughs> what time is it? 11.16? I mean, uh, 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 I'm sorry. Arby's has to be open. Then you could get a side of curly fries, so it's a win-win. Oh, awesome. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of... Um, that's, how, that's how Squeezer's going to celebrate the holiday, but... I gotta get this thing. We're celebrating, and I can't wait. To, this is like I'm excited now for you to get this. Oh yeah, when broadcasting square. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, broadcasting. I've eaten road. at that Arby's before. Yeah. Uh, also, deep fried turkeys back at Arby's all fall though. I love deep fried turkey. Yeah, deep fried turkey BLT. I I, I love various fowl. The gobbler, <laughs> and Cajun deep fried turkey. Um, so there's a lot of. A lot of meats at Arby's. I'm not a big Arby's fan. Enchantress hates it, but I don't like the roast beef sandwiches particularly. You know this. A certain yeah, see, I, I like I like to pick it apart. A certain friend of ours loves Arby's, and she makes us go to Arby's. It's the only place we can go to eat with her, uh, especially when we're stuck up in upstate New York with her. I feel like all we're ever looking for is an Arby's to eat at. And while I appreciate curly fries, just like the next Oh, they're person, amazing. I'm not the biggest roast beef sandwich fan, and all the other stuff kind of seems... Well, that's fine, because Arby's doesn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> Their chicken's kind of dry, so... They just... Give me, like, four things of curly fries with, like, 
uh, a small soda cup of that cheddar cheese sauce, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. See, I don't even need that. Just give me a straight up. Just don't even give me the. I, I like the bread when it's soggy. I know everyone's anti-straw, but I would like a straw with my cheese sauce. <laughs> I like their Arby's barbecue sauce, too. It's like really vinegary. Oh, yeah. The Arby's sauce. Yeah, that stuff's good, too. So you go barbecue sauce? You don't go horsey sauce? I like the horsey sauce, too. I know. Yeah. I, I learned a trick from the, the... All right, so look it. We're shitting on Arby's when we realize Arby's is amazing. <laughs> I don't think it's amazing. They have good sauces. I also like. Hey, I I can drive I can drive twenty minutes from my house and get a duck sandwich. Well, you got to do it for the listeners now. At this point, you have to oh, do I it. I have. I'm I'm checking my schedule. Checking I will. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be in Tuesday. Oh man! Do you send me on a special assignment out to Reading? I can. Okay. I could find the reason. Seared duck breast sandwich. Duck enthusiast Daffy of a limited sandwich offer. I don't know how I feel about this. I've re- this is going to ruin me because I really do enjoy good. Oh, so apparently, oh, it opened. Obviously, it opened two days ago. And yeah. the, Redding, um, the Redding Eagle was there. So they were in line early at Broadcaster Square Arby's, only spot in PA to have it. Wow, they, apparently it's, it's fantastic. Totally exceeded my expenta- expectations. Oh, the food critic from the Reading Eagle is saying this. No, no, uh, uh, some guy who waited in oh, line. Jeff McGaw. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, it was a. Oh, he came from Allentown. It was a hundred percent worth the drive from Allentown this morning. <laughs> hey, someone has a good reason to drive the Reading. Right. Uh, Cybert was one of forty people who lined up outside the restaurant at Broadcasting Square in Spring Township before it opened. That that's okay. Full disclosure, I showed up to McDonald's to get the limited edition <laughs> um, Chef's Juan sauce with the Rick but, and Morty. And you only did it because a cartoon told you to. Right. I'm, I'm a Mark. I'm a Rick and Morty Mark, according to Jake. Uh, but it, no, I, I wanted to see what was up with it. And then when, as soon as I saw the brouhaha and mayhem, I left. You know, it was no big deal. I'm not going to wait in line for it. Uh, so uh, they're saying how this was one of only 16 locations. Only one in the state, and this, they're talking about the sandwich, and this guy said, the sandwich was really good, but the atmosphere old added to the whole, the whole experience. It was cool yeah. to meet other people who were willing to wait in line just so they can say they were here and drive. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be me when they bring back the McRib at McDonald's. You will be waiting in line for McRib? I never had it, and we talked about me trying it. Remember we said we, that was going to be like a whole thing? Oh, yeah, I forget things. Yeah, because um, like I've always liked the idea of it, but I never, I never, never tried it. Now I'm not one to, you know, I, I'm not going to waste my time. I will be calling this Arby's and making sure that they have the duck sandwich ready and waiting for me. Okay, well here's some more news. Arby's contracted with Maple Leaf Farms in Indiana to supply the duck. Brian O'Donnell, a certified training manager, said the restaurant in Spring Township sold out of the 120 sandwiches it received in just under two hours. Oh, okay, so I'm not having one now. I don't know. Let me keep reading. Uh, sinking Spring resident Mark Weaver Jr. still was upset he had missed his chance to try the venison sandwich. 
So when he heard that a location in his own backyard would be offering the limited edition duck sandwich, he knew he had to get his hands on one. He was first to arrive an hour before the restaurant opened. Ay ay ay. I think the sandwich met all my expectations, but it could have been better. But for a fast food place, it was pretty good. That's what you want to hear. That's right. your review. <laughs> While Weaver was prepared to give his meal only a pretty good review, a few tables over, Tony Crespo was raving about the duck sandwich he had just consumed. The Westlawn man said he was hoping there would be some left so he could get seconds. He's obsessed with duck, said his fiancée, Stephanie Stricker. You can get a hamburger at any restaurant. Duck is rare, he said in his defense. Stricker explained that Crespo had made her get up early just so they would be guaranteed one of the coveted duck sandwiches. What is this world coming to? She said she agreed to indulge him in his quest because, after all, it was a rare... I think this is cool. I, I, I mean, this is cool. It made people like get in line and get together and obsess over something they like. I guess it's yeah. what I mean. I guess you only get one life to live, so why not spend it waiting in line to get a duck sandwich? She did said, you read? Did you read that, or is that your own uh, thought? I, that is the last line in this story. Okay, and the right—that's my thought. Right, he's one hundred percent right. And, um, Damn it! Now I'm pissed. All right, now I gotta. Now I'm really hungry for duck. Well, why don't you call them? And uh, what should I try and reach out and try and uh, uh, brag about our bona fides? Almost ten thousand followers on. On Instagram and see if we can't get you one. Nah, there's eh, Arkansas, Louisiana, Wisconsin. I I'll drive. There's I, other stores. I'm gonna reach out to Arby's and see what we can't do. Uh, see if I Just can't make sure that they don't listen to uh, the last like 15 minutes of this podcast. I don't think they would have any problem with anything we said. Actually, yeah, we didn't say anything that right. bad. They might cut it out and use it as promotion. Hey, guys, Arby's isn't that bad. We, we have did good a sauce. daily show. Uh, so what what are we talking about in this show? Um, today is a Halloween-themed commercials. It's a Halloween show. Oh, not are an we, Arby's are show. Are we 40 minutes in? 34. I'm getting good at timing these things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh boy this was fun so so are we wrapping up the show yeah yeah uh, we want to put a bow on this <laughs> yeah wrap up the army show uh no no th this was fun talking now about. i feel like i let people down i had every intention of eating one of these damn sandwiches oh so you knew about it before i brought it up no or, or just you just... but now now like i'm I'm hell bent on eating one of these, and I know I can have. There's some really fine restaurants around me where uh, I'm. I can go and have a nice roast duck, perhaps of some kind. Uh, All right. Well, the the door's not there, closed on this yet. Something about having it at Arby's. Squeezer, the door's not closed on this yet. Let's see if we can't get you. No, I think they close at ten. <laughs> one of these. No, uh, the the proverbial door. Let oh. me see if I can't get you one of these sandwiches. Don't call me a pervert. Did I call you a pervert? You called me a perverted door. <laughs> uh, that File that one. You can do better. Thanks. You know you can. Well, I don't have to. We're not. 
the show's over now, so yeah, we're putting Stop trying. We're putting a bow on. Uh, so we're talking Halloween uh, commercials. Who's who wants to go first? I forget who's going first. I think I went first last week, so you do this. Yes, it's my turn to go first. All right, here we go. Here's Squeezer's first pick. We're getting on. We're getting on with the show. Now it's time for the Pizza Head Show. Hey everybody! I'm done trick or treating, and now I'm gonna go for a stuffed crust pizza at Pizza Hut. Yay! Not yet, Pizza Head. There's one more place to go. Uh, I don't think anyone's home. Sure there is. Oh, trick or treat! Mm, interesting hieroglyphics on this pizza. Ah! Quick, Pizza Head, let's go upstairs. Hey, hey, who is here anyway? It's your host, Count Steve. Oh, nice place. You gotta go. Ah! I want to go to Pizza Hut now. The Count will be happy to give you a lift. Oh, hey, put me down. Put me down. <laughs> See you next time. Boo. It kind of abruptly ends there with the murder of a slice of pizza. Yeah. Uh, well, we've talked about the the Pizza Head show before on uh, on the Rad Years podcast. We have. Uh, was... Created by uh, Walter Williams, who also gave us Mr. Bill, Mr. which Bill, yeah. is, basically it is just Mr. Bill with pizza. Right. People pointed out last time we did it that it was a ripoff of Mr. Bill, and I had to tell them, yes, it was created by Mr. Bill. Yeah. Uh, voice and all. Uh, it's, uh, and, uh, of course, uh, Steve is the pizza cutter. Right. Um, who... You know what? It just occurred to me. So Steve does some awful stuff to the Pizza Head. Pizza's fate is to eventually be consumed. Hold on, Olive. Olive, get off the keyboard. Olive. Sorry. Hello, Olive with one eye. She's here. and She's causing trouble. So <laughs> I don't know if I should post it. Uh, Enchantress was drawing a bath, as she tends to do. Ow, 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 Olive, Fuck! She just skated down my legs with her claws. Um, <laughs> and Olive looked in it, and I'm like, holy shit, is she going to jump in? And I pulled out my camera. She jumped in. <laughs> and immediately wanted out. It was hy- hy- hysterical. And I have video of it. And um, instead of helping her out, I'm shooting it with my phone and telling oh, Enchantress to... That's what we do. To get that's our the American house. way. <laughs> She's fine. She just shook it off and she went back to being her little olive kitty self. But it was adorable. Olive with one eye. Uh, yeah, she just carved up my leg. Uh, she, I have this like little Freddy Krueger slashes all over my leg from her. Uh, but uh, she's too cute to be mad at. That is very true. I've got, I got to meet Olive with one eye. She is adorable. She is, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a very uh, friendly kitty too. She's yeah, like, clearly. She's like a dog. Like she immediately comes up to you when you come into the house. Like, hey, what, what's up? You going to pet me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, anyway, pizza. Before I all of rudely interrupted you, pizza and goals to be eaten. Yeah, yeah. So like you're gonna die anyway. Just you know, maybe he's just trying to go out with a you know bit of dignity. Anyway, so in this case. It's the Halloween episode, episode six of uh, the Pizza Head show. And Pizza Head is dressed up as a pirate, and he is promoting his stuffed crust pizza in this particular episode. And he's about to go uh, finish up trick-or-treating at Pizza Hut um, when his handler in a skeleton uh, sleeve uh, says there's one more house to go to. And Pizza Head has to visit the uh, scary mansion on top of the hill. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. And so when he gets there, he's scared to find a, uh, there's a sarcophagi, 
sarcophagus. I'm not sure if it's like when they say sarcophagus. Is that plural? So sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus would be singular. Sarcophagus is sarcophaguses. Yes, sarcophagi. 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 I don't know. When you say it different ways, you get to sound like a a scientist or some shit. Um, And uh, but there's a a a, a Steve pizza cutter like a mummy inside, and then they also have like a living like. Uh, picture with like the eyes moving of uh, of Steve on the wall mm-hmm. and then eventually they introduce you to Count Steve uh, who is a vampire pizza cutter and then turns into a bat and then grabs a hold of Pizza Head and flies off um, before a pumpkin smashes the uh, Pizza Hut oh well that's no fun uh, I, I loved I always loved these uh I know. I, I was a big fan of of the Pizza Head show, and I I couldn't get away without doing a uh, you know this Halloween one in particular. There was another one. There's a, a Goosebumps theme one, but this one, uh, this was my particular favorite of the Pizza Head shows. Probably, it, it's not his his worst. He kind of just gets uh, you know you know he flies off to assume maybe if it's a stuffed crust one, uh, Steve will suck the cheese out of him. Oh, perhaps. that's clever. Maybe yeah. that's where they're going with that. Um, but yeah, his fate is left up, uh, you know, to be decided. To be decided. Makes sense. Uh, I What's what's the best? Is this your favorite one or is this your, is this, you just picked this one because it's a good Halloween one? Well, it's a good Halloween one. Um, pizza really took this. Like, how long did this whole thing run for? I know you probably. Uh, I think there were sixteen episodes over the course of like three years. That's a good like. Yeah, for a commercial. For a commercial, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sixteen at thirty-eight. So that's yeah. It's eight eight minutes of uh, eight minutes of material right there on TV. Jeez, that's. That's like a a lot of people would kill to get eight minutes on TV, right? Yeah, and their budget was probably at least like five million for that. I I guarantee you more money for these than he did with Mister Bill. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. You get that big time Pizza Hut money. Mm-hmm. All that salad bar money coming in back then. <laughs> All right, um, it's good first pick, Squeeze. Good uh, good way to get us out of the gate. Here is my first pick. Oh. Dunkin' Donuts is making something just for you this Halloween. It's a trick that makes our treats more fun. They're alive! Alive! The bang! We shrunk the donuts. Now they're minis. They come in all sorts of ghostly colors because you never know more who you might bump into. So this was for remember when Duncan put out their Dunkin' Donuts Dunkin' Minis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they used Irv Villachance as their spokesperson. He came in the store and was like, "De plane, de plane." Um, and it was I don't know if it was kind of insensitive at the time because her Villachance was a, a mini person. <laughs> 
I don't know what's ripe. I'm just going to let you go and hopefully you dig yourself a nice little hole. <laughs> Not a big person. He was a little person. That's what that's the preferred nomenclature, correct? I think so. And But the thing is, it's a podcast, so there's no like time stamp on this person, like when people listen to it. So whenever someone does listen to it, eventually what we say is going to be offensive. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, anyway. Just like Arby's. <laughs> he was a little person, and he was Tattoo from Fantasy Island. I met Arville just as a kid. There's a picture with me and my brother with him. <clears throat> uh, so Dunkin' Minis were just tiny little versions of... It wasn't like Donut Dunkin' uh, Munchkins, which were the donut holes. Mm-hmm. They were actual, like, tiny, teensy little donuts. Or great. Like Entenmann's. Right, exactly. But they were, like, all decorated, like, typical donuts. So you're frosted. There was, like, tiny mini eclairs. I know I was obsessed. I, as a kid, I was obsessed with any time any anyone came out with something mini of something that normally was, like, normal size. Like, BK minis. As a kid, I was obsessed with that idea. Uh, and they, they came that and they, That, like, sliders are a thing anywhere you go. But at the time, that wasn't a thing. So BK Minis, and they called them Burger Shots then. Uh, that was really cool. And then these Dunkin' Minis were awesome. And the Holy Clares, we, we got them a few times. My dad always liked to stop. My dad was a huge Dunkin' Donuts fan. So we would always stop after church on Sundays for Dunkin' Donuts. And um, and like if you were up early or you did something or you went somewhere, you got like a box of Munchkins or you got Dunkin' Donuts. And these Dunkin' Minis were cool. And this commercial was like your typical baker who was in all the time to make the donut spots. And he's like in Frankenstein's lab and uh, he's like dealing with electricity and like little herbs there in his tuxedo. And uh, he takes these regular donuts and shrinks them down into mini size. And uh, instead of saying they're alive, they're alive. Or it's like deplane, deplane, like it's which is his fucking catchphrase. Then they have to show a skeleton holding a regular size orange glazed donut. And a skeleton holding a mini Dunkin' Mini glazed donut. So you knew that these were... You were getting less donut for your money. Right, for, for probably more money. <laughs> like, you probably paid a premium for these. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they showed, like, the big spread of all the decorated donuts that you can never get in a store. Uh, but uh, they used to really do, like, very ornate decorating. They're kind of back to that. They have their spider donut with the hole in the middle. Uh, but, yeah, the, and then they, they showed the zombies coming down. Uh, you know, the time to make the donuts as as they're decorating. The, that baker guy was classic. He even had his own cereal. Remember Dunkin' Donuts cereal? I do not. No. Well, you know, we we can, we'll get into this later in the show. I was, you know, believe it or not, I was not a cereal kid. Yeah, you hate, you really weren't a cereal kid. Still not. I just don't get it. Yeah, but Dunkin' Donuts had a cereal, and uh, it was basically based around their baker character, the time to make the donuts guy. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was made by Ralston, who made all the gimmick <laughs> cereals at the time. And I believe there was a chocolate and a glazed donut style. So it was one was just like frosted O's, and the other was like chocolate frosted O's. Do you think they had like just vats of various cereals, and then someone came to Ralston's like, hey, we need a Dunkin' Donuts cereal. And they just kind of go through like the spreadsheet. It's like, oh, yep, this one. I think it's kind of it's kind of what Funko is doing now with their cereals, their Funko cereals. It's all the <laughs> same cereal, but it's different colors based on the the box art and the the Funko character they put in it. Oh, there's actually cereal in that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. 
uh, I should get one and try it just to see how it is. So, um, yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, Dunkin' Minis, that commercial. I always loved, uh, and that was like the what made me like first really into the Dunkin' Minis. I wanted these like Halloween minis so bad. I just remember, I fucking love these commercials, love the minis. The jack-o'-lanterns, the, like the, 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 the tracking shot with the donuts and the lazy S- Susan with the pullout. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that shot that I kind of mimic in After Effects every time I make an animation. So it's got the jack-o'-lantern like covered with like the ornate decorated Dunkin' Minis all around it on the silver platter. I love that shot. I'm going to make this my desktop background. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, du- Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Minis. Really cool uh, Halloween theme and a really cool Halloween commercial. Uh, squeeze, here's your next pick. fucking energizer bunny was huge back then yeah it was just the beating of that that simple beat that thump, 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 we could thump. sell batteries even though i'm a duracell guy but you know um energizers in our thing right now it's not that i'm a I, I'm, I just buy whatever i can get that's the cheapest battery usually i buy wegman's brand mm. i i gotta i gotta stick to my duracell i've had i've had issues with others you're brand loyal to batteries uh strangely yes Unless I can, they fall off the back of a truck or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, that's the one thing I don't, I don't skimp on is, I, I'm, I stick to Duracell. I don't know why. It might be those creepy-haired people that uh, used to be on TV back in the late '90s. That's true. Anywho, and, and didn't Duracell used to have the thing that made you able to the, check? It's the tester. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that was pretty awesome. Uh, or just like any other casual person, they should have like you know a voltage meter on you to test the battery when you need it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, anywho, so in this one in particular, we have uh, the Energizer Bunny doing his little thing, just beating his drum around the castle, uh, and uh, Dracula. We assume it's Dracula, vampire, uh, wakes from his coffin. And for some reason, he has a Polaroid of an Energizer battery in the back of the bunny. And he, maybe it's because it's a, a battery and he's a bat. Um, he needs this battery. And the Energizer bunny is doing his thing around and he just, you know, meanders out the open door. Right. And Dracula turns into a bat and chases after him, gets outside, uh, the breeze shuts the door behind him, and he's locked out. He gets his uh, spare key from underneath the uh, the doormat, but the sun comes up uh, before he can get the door open, and he's that classic, oh, great. And then, poof, uh, he, he is uh, vaporized. And then the Energizer Bunny just beats off into the sunset. Um... Yeah, so what you're saying is he outlasts 
the race to sunlight like he outlasts I, all night long is that is that what the, the I the don't know is? what was going on I think they wanted to put the energizer bunny in a commercial at Halloween okay and they had a vampire and they go oh bats battery vampire bat let let's do this what I'm getting from it is uh it, he's out yeah He's he's outlasting the sunlight like all night long. Olive, get off my lights. Be a good girl. Sorry, Uncle Squeezer's trying to tell us about energizers. Damn it! See what I got out of it is, and maybe this is why I'm a Duracell person. Uh, the Energizer Bunny uh, could be convicted of first degree murder because <laughs> even if you know it's you know you could say it's manslaughter because he didn't actually you know, directly inflict harm on the vampire. But in the course of a B&E, that's a felony. So that's felony murder. Ah. So therefore, yeah, the Energizer Bunny is a, is a killer. That's true. Of the undead. So I don't know if that still counts for anything. I always just thought it was just, a, I just like Energizer Bunny commercials, even though I don't like the batteries. But I don't know. it. Like to me, it was, Let's just cram him into a Halloween commercial. I'm I'm not saying every Halloween commercial has to be this high-minded, thoughtful, uh, Apple 1984 break the wall down. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it doesn't have to be. 1984 won't be like 1984. I. I don't even. I never even knew of that. Com- I was two when that came, commercial came out. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I only knew of it. But we know it so well because it's been so. I mean, you yeah, think about it. You make something that iconic, and it's a commercial, and now it's like a piece of cinema history. Right. Not just a commercial. John Landis directed that, right? I believe so, and I'm just going to say that because I doubt either of us are going to check right now. No, I and... think I'm pretty sure. I just read this book. Uh, about oh yeah, I just read this book about. Is it hit and run? No, it's not hit and run by about John Peters and Peter Gruber. You could mark that in your bingo card. I just read this book about the making of Caddyshack, <coughs> and how uh, John Landis got his cut his teeth on um, Animal House. This is his first big movie, and then he made a competing movie, Blues Brothers. At the same time, they're making Caddyshack, like half the lampoon. Do not knock my recorder off my... She's standing... Hold on, I'm going to take this picture for... It's, don't move. This is for... Don't come on my lap. This is, this is for people who want to know what a bad kitty you are. Hey, look look up at us. Come on. She's on my... On. Uncle Squeezer's going to be very upset with you. I could never... Never be upset with little Olive. I'm trying to get a picture, but she's being (laughs) so elusive. Olive. There we go. And her tongue's out too. Perfect. We went from reading articles about Arby's duck sandwiches to now we're taking pictures of cats on the podcast. She's on my audio board. Don't pot Uncle Squeezer's. Okay, now she's laying down. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> back to what we were saying. 
But what were we saying? We were talking about the Energizer Bunny. Oh, yeah. Or maybe we weren't. I think we moved on from that. Oh, we were talking uh, about uh, Hit and Run. Yeah, or uh, the book I read. So he cut his, John Landis cut his teeth on Animal House, and then they, they had like a rivalry going. The, the two camps that did Animal House split off. One did uh, Caddyshack, the other did Blues Brothers, and I guess they were seeing who could destroy themselves with cocaine quicker. Gotcha. Uh, it's a great read, though. Uh, I, I will get the name of the actual book and tell you when I'm more prepared. Unlike today. Uh, all right. So uh, I guess it's time to move on, right? My next pick. This is my definitive. Back before Target. Back before the Walmarts. Back before the Spirit Halloween's. Halloween, not Wings. There was one place that was like the definitive Halloween uh, uh, stop store, if you will. Halloween's coming. What are you going to do about it? Whether you do a little or a lot, be an original this Halloween and find yourself at Hallmark. at participating Hallmark stores. Get your hands on the spooky sounds tape full of creepy sounds and Halloween theme songs. $1.95 with any $5 Hallmark purchase. Only at participating Hallmark stores. Ah! It's a scream. So we had that tape and I, I, I emailed my mom last week to see if she still has her tapes and she said she thinks she does. So I'm going to try and find that. Oh, awesome. Well, my mom was... Hallmark stores were, were like licensed stores, so they were, you know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. it was like owned privately as it was like so and so, like Ryan and Squeezer's Hallmark. It was called like Ryan and Squeezer's, but it was a Hallmark store, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, the stock was never sent back to corporate. So, if you had stock from like 1987, I'm sorry, 1981, maybe even in your store, and it's like 2018, you essentially could still put out the same stickers. You know, because there's nothing stopping you from doing that. And um, uh, that's like the beauty of Hallmark stores. Now they're a little more regimen, but back in the day, you never knew what you were going to find at a Hallmark store. I was just in a Hallmark store today. Well, uh, would you get anything good? No, no, there's nothing good. There's nothing good. It, 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 it's, it's tchotchkes and cards. Two things that I just have no place for in my life. I love tchotchkes. I know. They make me nervous. Why do they make you nervous? If there's a fire, what if I trip on it? Now I can't get out. That's true. See, you have to think logically. I'm always thinking logically. As I look at all these Funko Pops sitting up here. <laughs> I know, right? Just going to my <laughs> office, there's... Uh, tchotchke is... Uh, I save cool-looking beer cans sitting here. I, I'm pretty sure it's either trash or a tchotchke. It's one or the other, right? Right. Oh, uh, so Hallmark tchotchkes, uh, some of us like them. Not necessarily ornaments, but... Uh, Wait, oh. Hold on. Ornaments, <laughs> not ornaments. 
That was a joke. I did that on purpose. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I did it so you could fill your bingo card. Check out RK, can't pronounce a word. And uh, make uh, hit and run. Ma- hit and run should be the free space. <laughs> well, you, should I talk about King of the Hill somehow? Halloween, just to get it out there. Anyway, uh, so uh, I'm not talking about ornaments. I don't give a shit about those ornaments. They're, some of them are cool, but there's, there's a Zelda one I want to get. I uh, last year uh, it was the first year Enchantress got, got me to put up a Christmas tree. I never put one up in my old place because like it's just me. Like, what do I care? Mm-hmm. But you know, I like the idea of it. It's ha- it's it's a tree you hang garbage on. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially a tree you hang my office on. You know, all my pops and little figurines and shit. So um, they have really cool, they have this really cool Nintendo Legend of Zelda uh, Hallmark ornament that I want to get for our tree this year. But other than that, like, I, you know, I'm not the biggest mark of ornaments, but I like the other stuff, the stuff that you used to find in the back in the Halloween section, like the, the, the small costume pieces, the small decorated, decorated pieces, and, and what the whatnot of that, so... I know. I think Hallmark back in the day was way cooler than oh, Hallmark yeah. now. Yeah. Then they they went like the the country chic road. Yeah. Everyone everyone loses their like instead of realize instead of like waiting and realizing that everything all the old garbage you have in your store is gonna soon become super popular again. You know they just they balk too too quickly. Way too quickly. But no, that thus is life, right? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember buying my costumes there, though. I'm trying to think where we. Well, younger, all our costumes were pretty much like my mom made them. Right. But then it was probably then I'm I'm gonna go with Lanco. You can put you can if I had a bingo card, Lanco would probably be on it. But yeah, that would probably be our go-to back then. Oh, both of us could yeah. add Lanco to our yeah. bingo card. Yeah, I don't think. Because for us, the closest Hallmark was the one in the mall. We had we there was one. And it in smelled the sh- delicious because it was right above the hot dog place. <laughs> there was one in the shopping center by us, like right beyond our house. Like, cause there there were, there was always like um like a Hallmark in the shopping centers. So, uh, the one right beyond our house at Chris Plaza. That was that was my mom's go-to one, and that was like a bastion of old shit, knickknacks and doodads. That'd be so cool to still have around now. Yeah, if only. Uh, so all right, let's move on to your third pick. We're only an hour into the show, so well, an hour and two minutes. Plenty of time to keep going with the Rad Years podcast. Here we go, Squeak. Foolish friends, Freddy Krueger is on your phone. Dial this number now. I've got some tales to tell. Freddy's favorite bedtime stories. <laughs> Dead time stories. All brand new, straight from my boiler room to your home. It's Freddy Krueger on your phone. So dial this number now if you dare. Tell him Freddy sent you. $2 the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Children, get your parents' permission before you dial. How did how did Freddie refrain from calling you a bitch in that commercial? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me, why? Because I was already hiding behind the couch. 
No, no, you don't get it. Yeah, in the movies, he calls everyone a bitch. Oh, yeah. You're going to die, bitch. <laughs> so I just yeah. assumed it would have been, that was the joke. I know uh, you don't watch Freddy Krueger movies. I, I mean, I have, but I try not to because I'm a scaredy pants. It's all right. I har- I'm, I'm with you. I don't like the torture porn. I just, when I was a kid, my mom made me watch these, so I have like, I have, Jeez. I have good and bad feelings about them. <laughs> Killer Clowns was the only one that traumatized me as a kid, but now I watch it and it's probably the least scariest of all the ones you made me watch. Yeah, I don't, I always thought that was kind of uh, other than like the clown part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I I can do with the weird stuff like you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Like I thought that was hilarious. Oh yeah, you you love that one. I love that movie, but yeah, for some, something like I don't know why it was, maybe it was the sweater. They knew what they were doing there, but uh, to make more money off of the Freddy franchise um, before you had the internet. <clears throat> and, you know, throughout the, you know, especially in the 80s and early 90s, the 900 phone lines were huge. Huge. Um, and I, I talked before about my sister when she called the Arthur uh, chat line, uh, the uh, yeah yeah animated, uh, what is he, uh, Artichoke? Aardvark, <laughs> right? I think he's an Aardvark. Artichoke. Uh, it was a sad day when they they mixed it with spinach and tons of cheese and made it into a dip. Aw. <laughs> That's why he had that clenched I, I, fist. <laughs> he was about to be turned into a dip. Um, but yeah, she racked up quite a little bill. Uh, I I don't know if it was two dollars for the first. I'm, it was probably the same thing, two dollars and then forty five cents a minute afterwards. And they keep you on hold forever too, just to keep racking stuff up, or they, you know, just linger on the conversations. Uh, in this case, uh, the commercials were enough to one, Freddie was enough to scare me away. Two, uh, me being uh, probably even at uh, maybe seven years old, uh, cheap enough at that age that just the the cost of two dollars. Right, and then you knew cents. better. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was just terrifying. Oh. That's what I was actually hiding from, not the not actually Freddy. Uh, but yeah, they would I, you would get so bummed out because I would so look forward to these nine hundred commercials as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and to have to hide from one. Um, yeah, this this commercial I, I I, we've talked briefly about this commercial before, uh, but this commercial scared the bejesus out of me too because. Because my mom made us watch the original Nightmare on Elm Street. It wasn't until I saw Dream Warriors where I had hope. I was like, maybe if a team of us get together, we could stop him. <laughs> uh, which is still, it's funny, Dream Warriors is my favorite. Well, Dream Warriors is the most fun of all of them. Uh, four's okay. One's, eh, but two's too bad. Yeah, no, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, but e- even with these calls, like, did you, so you never, you never called one. No. But like from what my understanding is, and I, I know there was talk that these were like posted online and I was hunting around. Um, I'm fairly certain like uh, the copyright uh, monsters came crashing down and every time I, fa- I thought I found a link to these, they were gone. Uh, so it's just the commercials that I could come across. And they were doing this for years. But for the most part, it was Freddie just basically bookending short stories read by someone else. 
Yeah, right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, and they weren't even like Freddy stories. They were just campfire tales. They you, probably even just took... They're all like, on YouTube. Someone recorded them and put them all on YouTube. So you could find them all. Yeah. Uh, I was just on in like the last five minutes. I've listened to them all and they're all, yeah. Like I listened to them all like three in the morning drinking and making notes about them, thinking I was going to write a blog on them last year. Oh. Didn't. Did you? No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, I would have known. You, yeah, well, you read, you read my. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, good pick. Um, scary as shit there, that Freddy. What happened to all those 900 numbers? I don't know. I, I guess the internet. Yeah, but what? Like they're so they're just sitting there now. Can we get a a Radier's nine hundred number? We should look into that. Maybe like. I know it's hard to do a cash grab nowadays, but maybe if we like promise to to donate the money towards a charity, we could see how many people we could actually get to call a nine hundred number. That's a good experiment. Let's start by emailing me nicely first. Yeah, e- email squeeze or something nice for fuck's sake. Yeah. Not something rude. No, I'll I'll take rude. <laughs> I'll take just... I'll take any email. Yes. I'm RK at radiers.com. He is squeezer at radiers.com. That's all I that's all I need. I don't need anything else. Okay, um just, just wanna be loved. We just we all just wanna be loved. All right, so here's my third pick. And if you live on the Northeast uh, in the greater Philadelphia, well, greater New York, not Philadelphia, but the greater New York area, New York City area, you know exactly what this commercial is all about. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, will return in a moment. Shocktober, New York's movie station creates a little monster. September, October, November. A little bite of the unexpected. What was that? <laughs> A little vampire humor? October, it's back. It's very cool to be a ghoul. We'll be seeing you on Channel 11. October, on New York's movie station. New York's movie station. <laughs> so, growing up, in this area, the, the Lehigh Valley area, we were considered part of Philadelphia's market and part of New York's market. So the number one market in the world and the number four market in the world converged in this little town outside of Philadelphia and New York, well, probably almost equal distance from both, kind of. Mm-hmm. And we, had, we grew up with all the Philly stations and all the New York stations. So yeah. we had Fox New York and Fox Philly, NBC New York, NBC Philly. It was awesome come football season. It was, and it was just, uh, but we also had like Philly 57 before it was like a UP, before UPN and WB yeah. or CW existed, they were just independent stations. Uh, much like w, WPX, I believe is CW now, right? Uh, yeah. CW yeah, they, yeah. CW now, it was. It used to be a UPN, I believe. Or no, nine was it, uh, it used to be a WB. WB. So uh, it was just WPIX eleven, channel eleven, mm-hmm. and they had Shocktober. We, there were also a WWOR uh, channel nine. Oh wait, which... oh, Pix is still around, no? P- 
Yeah, it's still around, but it's a CW. It's like a brand. It's like it's ran- Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a network, but it was unaffiliated before. It's now yeah, affiliated uh, with CW. Once there was other networks like cheap networks like WB and UPN, these all these networks all became affiliated. So, uh, WPIX was called New York's movie station. They'd always play a good Sunday night movie. They they would uh, syndicate um, Baywatch wrestling uh star trek next generation it was a great hub for in- infomercials it was basically what you put on after cartoons on a saturday yeah and you rode that horse all night unless there was snick uh and then in sh- in october obviously you had shocktober so i wa- i remember the first time i saw ghoulies was on pix 11 and it scared the fucking hell out of me that these little animals were going to come up my toilet and kill me <laughs> I don't, have you ever seen Ghoulies? Um, I think yeah, 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 uh, probably once, and it was probably we were probably watching it at the same time on picks. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so Ghoulies was a 1985 movie, and this was probably 92, so it was probably seven years old at the time. Um, and uh, the the kid with the the satanic ritual and everything scared the shit out of me. But then this little like bald. Um, who's the fucking comic in Donald Pleasance? Not Donald Pleasance, but Don Rickles. Don Rickles. He looks like Don Rickles, this little thing coming out of the toilet, ready to roast you and you know, drive fucking Bob De Niro's caddy back, you know, when he's in a a, a gang war with with little Nikki. That's a casino reference, Squeezie. Yeah, I know. All right, just making sure. Yeah. But yeah, you got where I was going. It looks like like Don Rickles pops out of your toilet and like bites your asshole out. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's so many like horribly, uh, horribly good, but like also bad uh, movies that weren't just, and we, we talked about this. Like you were like, oh, they, they played a lot of non-Halloween movies. Well, it was, uh, f- first of all, Friday the 13th isn't a Halloween movie. It's more of a summer movie. It's a, but it, no, it, but it, it is, but it isn't. No, it takes place in June. It's summer camp. Yeah, yeah, but it's also like, a, it's a slasher movie. Right, but it's, it's, it's. And a, it's scary shit, and people dress up as Jason for Halloween. They're showing clips of Star Trek and Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, to be fucking fair, Freeform does the same thing in their Halloween marathon. They show Harry fucking Potter. Batman Returns, which in all arguments is a Christmas movie. Good point. So, you know. But in in the one commercial, they showed a clip from Amazing Stories. The the Kevin Costner mission, the airplane one, with the fucking fake wheels. They're never claiming to be a Halloween. Yeah, but in the commercials, they're showing like... Jack-o'-lanterns and Halloween imagery. Yeah, but it's Shocktober. Yeah, I think you're implying that it's Halloween. <laughs> if I turn it on expecting a Halloween movie and I see Blade Runner, I'm going to be happy as shit. But I would be surprised because I'd be expecting a Halloween movie. All right, I'm and pull- they probably never even did run Blade Runner. I'm, pull- but- I'm pulling up Freeform's 31 Nights of Halloween to pull some of the craziest. All right, let's go back to night one. That's usually when you get the... 
All right. So on Halloween night, they're it's hocus pocus all night. Oh, that's awesome. Hocus pocus all night long on Halloween night. Halloween day on Wednesday. Is Ernest scared stupid in there? All right. So it starts on October first. Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Hocus pocus. Paranorman. All good. Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory. That's not a Halloween movie. No, it's not. Uh, but so far they're good. I I'll count Monsters, uh, University. I'll count Monster House. Uh, Adam's Family, great one. Goonies. I'll count the Goonies. Would you? Yeah. Why though? Because it's a it's a monster. It's a yeah. I'll count. Uh, okay. No, but, no. I I I agree with you. Like I. When you say Goonies, I'll even I'll go so far as to say, oh yeah, it's a it's okay. a Halloween movie, okay, but it's go. not. But the Parent Trap. I don't. I don't uh, know if the nineteen ninety. Does it take place at Halloween? Yeah, I, don't, I never saw the night Parent Trap. Either, Which one? There's like four different of them. Four different versions. <laughs> um. Okay. What about? Okay, Sweeney Todd. I'll count. What about the live action Alice in Wonderland? Just because it's done by. Tim Burton doesn't make it Halloween. No. Uh, Clue is in here. Yeah, again, not not a Halloween movie, uh, but I I'm never going to complain if Clue's on. So. I found Clue. Fair enough. It's murder. Okay, here's one that does not belong. Well, I think Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Jurassic Park's in there. Uh, again, same thing with Clue. There's no reason not to ever not watch Jurassic Park. Right, but Jurassic Park's kind of a horror movie. Kind of, yeah. And, and Lost World is horrific, so that's on the next night. Oh, be nice. Um, they would have oh, put right. three on if they really wanted to scare okay. you. Okay, Friday, October 12th, 8.30, Disney's Frozen. Um, that's probably more of a Halloween movie than any of them because every little girl is dressed up as <laughs> something so. out of Frozen. Um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, I'll count. We have our own Hunchback. Uncle Fester. Um, they're doing better than normal this year. I'm not seeing a lot of uh, Disney's Mulan. I'm not seeing a lot of like Harry Potter. They must have lost the rights. Hotel Transylvania. A lot of they're showing the Adams family a hell of a lot in Nightmare Before Christmas. No, they're doing all right. So what's tonight? Well, yeah, isn't Freeform Disney? Freeform is Disney, yes. ABC yeah. Family. And Harry Potter's at Universal now, isn't he? But they had they had the rights to show it. They had it, but um, they might have. They didn't have. They didn't make it, but they had the airing rights. The airing rights, but they might have. You know. So what I'm saying is it's Harry Potter's not a Disney property that they'd have that in like perpetuity throughout the universe. Right. Right. Oh, tomorrow night. Tonight we're recording on the 21st, Sunday the 21st, right? Uh, it's the 22nd now. Now we're past midnight. Well, tonight, if you're listening on Monday, The Witches of Eastwick airs at 8.20 p.m. Eastern. Hocus Pocus is like every night. This is great. I love that movie. Uh, tomorrow night, Adam's Family's at 8.50, and each Witches of Eastwick is at 6.10. Monster House is at midnight. Wednesday the 24th, we got Adam's Family at 7, Hotel Transylvania at 9, and Spooky Buddies, whatever the fuck that is. 4 o'clock on Tuesday is Jurassic Park Squeezer. And the Haunted Mansions, the 9 o'clock, uh, 7 o'clock matinee is Hotel Transylvania. Mm. Friday, the 26th, we're getting closer to Halloween. 
12.30, we got Jurassic Park. 3.35, this is going to be out of my office. We have The Lost World. 6.40, The Haunted Mansion. And 8.50, Hocus Pocus. Saturday the 27th, even closer. 7 a.m., this is all day. 7 a.m., Dark Shadows. 9.40, Willie Fuck, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Not even the scary one. 12.20, Adam's Family. 2.30, Hocus Pocus. 4.40, Monsters, Inc. 6.50, Monsters, You. 920 Hotel Transylvania, 1125 Disney Pixar's Toy Story of Terror. Do you know that one? Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, 1155 Paranorman. It's the it's a short that they do. ABC then, usually runs those. And then Sunday they got the pretty pretty much the same thing, but next Sunday at 1120 on the 28th they got the Goonies. So make sure to check that out. Uh, Monday the 29th, Big Hero Six is in there. I don't know where that fits in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. But at 920, they're showing the 25th anniversary version of Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it really that old? I guess it is. Damn. Tuesday, October 30th, we've got um, Nightmare Before Christmas, that Toy Story of Terror, and then Adam's Family at 855, and then on Halloween, it's Hocus Pocus all day, all every day. That's cool. Yeah. So let me go back to 2012 and just read you some of the shitty movies. Uh, okay, they're proving me wrong. They're proving me wrong with <laughs> Scooby-Doo. That's Monsters Unleashed. That's Halloween. Poltergeist. All right. Okay, so I was wrong about this. What was recently? Oh, wait, 14. Oh, Harry Potter. Here's all the Harry Potters. Yeah, 2014. They do a pretty good job, though. So check out Freeform. Watch a little Halloween. I just had to kill a little more time. Make this podcast extra long. Get all the Halloween goodness out of it. <laughs> well, we have to bounce out. If We actually have to talk at least more about, you know, Halloween commercials than we Ice do uh, Arby's duck sandwiches. Yeah. Ice muffin. Muffin Canada is it now. Mark that off in your bingo card. Up oh, and Olive's attacking her. Um, all right, so that was October. Here's your next pick. Look what's rising out of the pumpkin patch this Halloween. The pumpkin cutter, a great way to let your kids carve their own pumpkins without sharp edges that cut little hands. It even makes toothy grins easy to do. The pumpkin scoop, removes seeds and pulp better than any spoon. And the pumpkin light, replaces dangerous candles with glowing results. Have a great pumpkin this Halloween with the pumpkin cutter, pumpkin scoop, and pumpkin light. Pumpkin cutter products available at Long's Drugs and Safeway. Yeah, I was gonna say these are like the staples of drugstores. Yeah. Halloween section. Just sucking safety, just sucking the fun out of Halloween. <laughs> this is like that knife that was plastic, right? Yeah, uh, and it's hilarious. The commercial's hilarious. So you got this uh, little beautiful blonde boy who uh, clearly not paying attention. If he was, he wouldn't be running the knife right across his hand. Um, first of all, what what kid? To begin with, like cuts the top of the pumpkin anyway. That's mom and dad's job. Right. And got it. You can do, you know, the dirty work, you know, the fun stuff once it gets to carve in the face. I don't really know how well this is going to go trying to. If it can't cut through your hand, how's it really going to cut through a pumpkin properly? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's got to cut flush somewhere. Well, it's got no sharp edges. 
you know, so what it says. But my favorite part, though, uh, about the commercial is, is the, um, uh, what do you call that shit at the bottom? The disclaimer. Uh, and there's, uh, the disclaimer, it says, this is not a toy. Improper use could result in injury. Like a knife. Right. It's I just want to point that out. Well, I mean, you got us there, Squeezer. Thank you. Yeah, I'm bringing logic to the Rad Years. It's something you haven't heard here on the, the, the Rad Years yet. Um, and my, my favorite part, or, okay, that was my favorite part. Second favorite part, that light mm -hmm. requires two C batteries. Ooh. So, I don't care gotta get, how dangerous a candle is. Gotta break into that plastic <laughs> tube in mom's underwear drawer and get those C batteries out, kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's her personal massager. That's all it is. Uh, she opens up the drawer and the, the candle lights in there. <laughs> you go out front and the pumpkin's just vibrating its way down the street. Oh, that smashed itself. <laughs> what, what kind of world? Who smashed this pumpkin? Oh, Johnny accidentally put my personal <laughs> massager in there instead of the light. He's uh, special. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, there's no... Uh, a spoon cannot make up for what the scoop does because it's a plastic scoop um, that kind of looks like a pumpkin. Right, also, well, the best part is yeah. in, in, in the shot, as you watch it, all the seeds and pulp are loosely just sitting there at the bottom of the pumpkin, nice and easy for you to just scoop right out. Right. Yeah, they totally put this put put like a blender blade on a on a on a drill bit and whip this bad boy up to make it easily. Mm-hmm. I just realized the eyes are upside down in this commercial. Uh, unless I unless I'm wrong, maybe I'll try doing that this year. What's that? See, I always did my my like triangle eyes with you know. With the point to the top. Point to the bottom? The point to the bottom. And, and they have it point to the bottom in the commercial. Oh. It looks kind of scary. I might go with this. Okay. Well, I'm shitting on this product, but you know what? They got some... You know how to carve a pumpkin. Make sure to post it, please. Oh, my pumpkin? All right, I'll carve it. I go old school. I just, like, I'll pencil a little something on, and I just get a knife and start hacking. I don't... I don't go for the big design thing and all that. Are you see? I'm even simpler than you. I don't even pencil. I just start hacking. <laughs> uh, I, 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 you know, I like a little consistency and you know, uh, what's that word uh, that artists use? Uh, you know, where they draw like the lines and shit and symmetry. Symmetry. I'm one for symmetry. Right. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Um, now you can buy, you know, they have all the kits and you can do the, we used to do like the, my mom would get them, the ones where you'd like pin the paper on and then do the little pricks to make, you know, the marks and then carve it out all fancy. Yeah. That's, that's not yeah. up my alley. No. And then what would happen is cause you're, you're, they start to rot. So those really fine cuts rot away quickly. And very soon you have a very soggy pumpkin. Yeah, you have to spray it probably with lemon juice to preserve it. So it doesn't uh -huh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Whereas if you just go old school and just do a big gaping mouth and some eyes, I mean that thing will last till Christmas sitting out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least through the opening credits of Halloween. See what I did there? But yeah, I, oh yeah, 
Um, okay, that is good. That, that I, I, everyone remembers those little kits. They still sell them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, my next commercial is probably one of the most iconic old Halloween commercials ever. Uh, here it is. <laughs> Squeezer, I don't know if you knew that <laughs> having a really good Halloween meant picking up tons of Pepsi and Doritos. And I'm not gonna, I'm not making fun of this. I, I love Doritos, and I I mean I don't drink Pepsi heavy. I like Pepsi uh, Max or whatever the fuck they call it now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean I don't mind. I'm not a Coke or Pepsi guy. I'm a, I like I hate Diet Coke. I like Coke Zero. Putting yeah. that out there. I like the black label sodas, the diets that aren't don't call diet because you know. We're not on a diet. <laughs> nah, it's slightly different uh, chemicals in place of the sugar. Right, but it makes it taste more like the actual. Heavy no, version. absolutely. I like a Coke Zero. Yeah. Coke Zero and the Pepsi Max, whatever the fuck that. I think they're both called Zero Sugar. I don't now. know if I ever had a Pepsi Max because I actually am one of those weird people that likes Diet Pepsi. Yeah, Diet, diet Pepsi's good too. Diet Pepsi's better than Diet Coke. I'll say that much. I I agree. And people are like, what? Diet Coke's amazing. Ugh, fuck man. off. Diet Coke tastes like piss to me. Yeah. The uh, only good that thing that ever come out of Diet like. Coke was a Pierce Brosnan commercial. It's true. Uh, so this commercial is a bunch of kids in this great neighborhood trick-or-treating, and uh, they hear they hear something coming, and they look up, and they see a Pepsi truck, but it's not being driven on the horizon. It's being carried by Frankenstein. And what a fucking load. Uh, he drops this thing down, uh, punches through it, and whips out a six-pack of Pepsi. He brings a whole truck and pulls out a six-pack. <laughs> I mean... Way to fucking dog it in the last second, Frankenstein. Well, I'm sorry, two six-packs. Then he knocks on the door with two bags of nacho cheesy or Doritos and two six-packs of Pepsi. Dracula opens the door and he says, What? No dip? Like, you fucking ungrateful bastard. It's always like, I don't know, if all these Frankenstein and, and Doritos commercials, it's always like Frankenstein's like the Al Bundy of the Universal Monsters. <laughs> like, he's always, uh, like that one, remember the Game Piece commercial? Where he's getting like nagged, so he goes to get his game piece. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's just oh god, fire! I forgot the dip. Who needs dip with fucking nacho cheese? Thank Doritos? you, thank you. I was thinking the exact same thing. I don't know why it didn't hit me until I was watching it for this show. You know who does? Dracula, because he's a greedy bastard. That's right. Can't get enough, can you, Dracula? Brings Pepsi, brings Doritos. You want fucking dip? Go fuck like, yourself. Like Doritos is one of those you don't like. The dip is built in. Yeah, they did the work for you. Right. They took the dip, broke it down to its molecular form, put it into some sort of powder, and sprayed it all over the chip. Work's done. Yeah. But you know, what, some, what kind of what kind of dip should you have with not with Doritos? I mean, I if would. It, I, I wouldn't be opposed to dipping any Dorito in nacho cheese sauce. Uh, all right, fair, but but it's like, not like it's needed. It's not like it's needed. No, like what if you did like? Could you do nacho or like Cool Ranch Doritos in like onion dip? 
That's a lot of flavor going on there. I'd still do it, but yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. Again, shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. Dracula's just—he's uh, just never happy. And you know, what? If, what if you think it's like Frankenstein's just... a people pleaser, so he's probably going out to get dipped. That's what we didn't see. Uh huh. Uh huh. What? I, you know what? It's probably something more personal than that. Right. Like, like it, it, he had no. It, there's plenty of dip in that house, and he's not expecting Frankenstein to bring dip. It's just Dracula's a prick. Right. It's a hazing thing, maybe. Yeah. They. They. It definitely personal issues between the two of them. Yeah, I would say so. Um. You know, and everyone else at the party is just waiting for Frankenstein to show up because he's like the life of the party. But it's Dracula's party, and he doesn't want to admit that. Right, it's it's passive aggressive. Yeah, very. Yeah. All right, um, that was our dissection of a thirty-year-old television ad. Squeezer, what's your last pick? You ready for it? isn't it? One taste of my peanut butter crunch and you'll always come back for more. It's the only peanut butter cereal and it's part of a balanced breakfast. It's to die for. <laughs> it's the crunch that screams peanut butter. I love anything peanut butter. <laughs> uh, I probably had this like once. Really? We yeah. never, my parents never really bought peanut butter crunch. We more Captain Crunch in its proper form. But I always yeah. did love peanut butter crunch. Yeah, I, w- I was a straight, again, no cereal pretty much whatsoever, except Captain Crunch was my only, that's my go-to. What made this commercial stand out for someone special, something special for you? Because um, I, I don't know, well, like, just the, the uh, first of all, there's the rat spoon that comes out of the grave. Right. Always weirded me out. And at the time, I don't know what it was about this commercial. It almost felt more like a Genesis, like a video game commercial. There's just something about it. And just the way it was shot with the kids and like the fisheye and the screaming and then the captain um, explaining that. um, What I don't get is it'll keep you coming back for more. Why would you want the zombies coming back for more? Uh, Yeah. Why would you want the zombies? Yeah. Well, maybe they're eating. Uh, maybe they're eating uh, the peanut butter crunch instead of your brains. Oh, that's a good point. That's always good. To, I'm gonna start just carrying some of that on me just in case. Yeah. Well, you know, you know. that's how The Walking Dead is gonna end. Hmm. <laughs> like, they, like they the reali- captain they, just shows up and they realize that yeah, the captain shows up and that these zombies like peanut butter crunch. They're like, oh. Oh, all right. Well, that yeah, was, and that it was ends with nothing. a funny pun, you know, and the zombies laughing at their own cursed mortality. Uh, yeah, it's just a very '90s serial uh, commercial, and you throw in some zombies, um, which w- uh, was ahead of its time. Actually, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the mid to late 2000 teens or whatever it is, where you know everything had to be zombified. Um, but really, nothing's changed. Zombies are still just slouching around, eating cereal. Right, that's true. Uh, 
Peanut butter crunch. Captain always had good, um, good holiday commercials. I still love his uh, Captain Crunch. Uh, Captain Crunch Christmas commercial. I still love. I think Captain Crunch and and Fruity Pebbles always had good holiday commercials. Mm-hmm. I'd say they they knew how to do holidays. Right? Fruity Pebbles was on my short list. Yeah, that where where Barney's in the ghost and he has a skeleton on underneath it. Yeah. But I couldn't, in my right mind, because I don't, I don't know if I've ever had Fruity Pebbles. Oh, my God. I could figure a way to get an entire box into a bowl and eat the whole thing. That's how much I love Fruity Pebbles. I just, uh, no, I have. I, I wasn't, it was just too much for me. I too much going on. Love Fruity Pebbles. I, I don't want, I, I just, I like the taste of, like, um, you know, that, 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 blood taste after raking your mouth with dry Captain Crunch. That's what I prefer. Who doesn't? I'm Uh, a masochist when it comes to my cereal. Among other things. Uh, Let's uh, let's, let's finish this off. I know we were trying to finish it off a half hour ago, but, um, well, not, I mean an hour and a half ago, but let's, uh, let's do it for real now. Here's my last pick. It was late one night in the castle of the Chicken McNuggets. What are you making? Sauce. We're using my mummy's recipe. Mummy? Uh-oh. This better be good. It'll be great. Hmm, does your daddy have a recipe? <laughs> now you can get McDonald's Happy Meal Pails for... Halloween! There's a pumpkin pail, Boo! a witch, Boo! and a ghost... Boo! ...that glows in the dark. You can get a different one each week until... Halloween! Ah, man, they're totally ripping off uh, Halloween 3 season of The Witch with those three pails, the pumpkin, the witch, and the goat, as well as the skeleton. Uh, anyway, um, this commercial, I, I love the McNugget Buddies. We talked about this mm-hmm. before. Uh, these little anthropomorphic... Uh, amph- we'll take it. Amph- anthro... Anthro... Is it am or an? Anthro. Anthropomorphic. Somorthophized. Uh, chicken Nuggets... Who are all dressed up for Halloween? So you see little Dracula, Chicken Nugget, and he's going to make a new sauce for them to be dunked and eaten in. And he says, it's my mummy's recipe. And then there's a little mummy Chicken Nugget there. And it doesn't come out right. So the, other, the, the Bride of Frankenstein McNugget asks, does your daddy have a recipe? <laughs> Classic. Yeah, uh, I humor. love it. I always thought she was Princess Leia at first. Oh, really? I because don't know. I, in, thought, yeah, I thought. In, yeah, I get that. Uh, then they have, um, they have, uh, oh yeah, she kind of does look like Princess Leia at first. And then after it blows up, she's got the Bride of Frankenstein look. Yeah. Then they have the, the, the three pails, the McBoo pails, which are classic Happy Meal fodder. And uh, we've all had these, the pumpkin, the witch, and the, the ghost, the ghost, ghost glows in the dark. Uh, so cool. And, uh, so iconic as far as McDonald's Happy Meal toys go. This ad just makes me happy, and I wish I wish McDonald's still did things like this. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Did they still sell the gift certificates for trick-or-treat? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, those were huge. I never, you never used them because no. that, that meant your parents had to take you to McDonald's, and you wanted to. You're like, I, I get a free soda or a free small fry or a free sundae. I need to go to McDonald's. And they're like, you don't understand. I have to pay fucking... Twenty dollars in food just for you to get this free fucking soda, <laughs> but you know it's, you don't get a shit. This is your money. You don't care how they spend theirs. 
But uh, uh, yeah, they still have like the Halloween treat packs. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, these those are my five, some of my five favorite Halloween commercials, and um, five of your faves. What stands out as as your favorite altogether, Squeeze? Uh, my favorite altogether was actually uh, one of your picks. The the dip is by when oh, yeah, when we yeah, when we were gonna do commercials. That was the first one that came to mind, and then followed up by, uh, uh, McNuggets, just because. I mean, it was almost like watching a little, like, cartoon yeah. with them. Or, like, a little liked, Muppet show. I always liked the little uh, McNugget buddies. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that. I always liked, as a kid, seeing the Hallmark commercials. That's kind of when you knew Halloween was here, when you saw those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and for me, I didn't I didn't pull any. I, I watched a lot of them. But for me, I was thinking of throwing in, like, bumpers and stuff. Um, just, like, the uh, uh, knick-or-treat stuff or... Like, you know, you did it with, like, the Pix 11 stuff, but I always like just seeing those Halloween teases and bumpers and stuff, like, around the holidays. Right. Well, this was fun. Um, and uh, I got a little spooky music to go out to. And uh, well, this is episode 96, Squeeze. Can you believe we're four away from 100? That's impressive. Or three. I don't know how to do math. Is it three away or four away? Well, if this was six... This was 96, yeah. All right, so there's seven, eight, nine, 100. So that's... And if, if, if we're all playing the, the mental image game, I actually did it on my fingers. So we are four away from 100. Uh, but, yeah, that makes sense. So three away from 100, but in four episodes, we will have done 100. Wait, no. In three episodes, it's going to be 99. Yeah, but we're three away, but we're four in four, we'll be at 100. We have to do 97, yeah. 98, and 99. That's three. Yeah. The yeah. fourth one will be 100. Yes. All right. We, 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 as so t- that, that we're not three away from 100 then. Oh, we're not. We're four away from 100. I don't know how math works, Squeezer. Don't try and teach me at this hour in the well, night. No, if we're three, we're three shows away from doing ninety-nine shows. <laughs> I, you could be right. I really don't know. But wait, wait, I wait. Am I missing something here? I don't know. I, I'm probably missing something. We're at nine. Wait, let, we're let's let's draw this. Let's no, show well, our work. I don't know the semantic squeezer. Is what I'm saying. Oh. I don't know either. I don't know how you say it. Like, do you say three away or four away? Like. Well, I got into a fight with some guy when we were out in, like, New Mexico because he was from Texas, and he asked what time it was, and I said, oh, it's, like, quarter of five, meaning 4.45. Yeah. But to him, that meant 5.15 because it's a quarter of that oh, hour. Oh, well, he was wrong. Everyone knows that. That's... Yeah, I know. I, I, I was confused. It might have been the altitude sickness, but... <laughs> How many people did you murder on account of altitude sickness? Uh, just, uh... Just one, that uh, Energizer Bunny, because I have a p- Polaroid of uh, a battery in my coffin. Well, that was I, I. I'm running. I got nothing. Yeah, we're running. We're out of. We did. Well, no. Here's the. I'm. I'm honestly that the reason I'm dying here is because I'm actually doing the math. Yeah, so it's, it's 96 plus one is 97. Carry the two. Plus one is 98. Plus one is 99. So it's... Wait, how did you say it? 
I don't even remember. Um, but whatever. We're going to be at 100 in a few. So, so. We're three shows away. Listen, we'll do the math. No, no, this is I, no, no. I know it's not even math. It's semantics. But we're three shows away. We have three shows till we're at 100, but we're four shows from being at. I don't know. This is. So, like, we're three shows away from saying our next show is 100. Yes. Because as a as a species and as a society, we've given importance to certain numbers. And 100? Which were specifically just created by us for organizational purposes in society. <laughs> Time is not real. No. Anyway, uh, hold on. I'm going to play the real theme. I've, I've, I've exhausted this. Halloween theme out. There it is. There's a little bit of a real theme. Uh, next week, we're going to be back with more Halloween stuff and less math. And eventually, very soon, in a certain amount of episodes, we'll be at 100. But until then, this was fun. Make sure to go to radiers.com and read our content. Check us out on YouTube. You can get there through radiers.com. I got on a video coming this week. I did the voiceover for a Ninja Turtle show. And then I got a cool Halloween one coming. But uh, check that out on radyears.com, and we'll be back next week, right, Squeeze? Yes. All right, uh, I'm RK. Later this week. Later this week. We'll be back, like, in a few days. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. We'll see ya.